Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody. It is time, boys and girls. It's that time. We are one day away from NFL football. I can't. We just, round of applause. We made it. We went the whole drought. No NFL football, no games, nothing to watch, nothing worthy of watching. Now NFL's back. Starting tomorrow, we kick things off with a fucking doozy of a game. Bills, Rams, what could potentially be a uh, Super Bowl preview between these two teams. I mean, both teams are, are loaded. They're stacked. Um, they, they, You could put a bet right now. I think one of the, these two teams being the Super Bowl is right now probably one of the top favorites. I mean, you got the defending champs, L.A. Rams. Thursday night, we get it, the, the, the champs against one of the toughest AFC teams, probably one of the top teams in the AFC. Very close if they would have – Secured that that win against the Chiefs and that shootout thriller last year. They might have had a shot at it. Who knows? It might have been the Bills instead of the Bengals. Um, <clears throat> so we, we we start things off there, and then it just carries over. Week one, we got a lot. We got a lot of good games. Week one, looking at the schedule, week one is, is pretty good. Uh, just going all the way to the end. Monday night, Russ back in Seattle. That's gonna be wild. How are the fans gonna? Uh, respond to Russ. He did get booed at like a WNBA Seattle Storm. I think it's a storm uh, at, a, at a game there. So I don't know how Seattle's going to handle it. They're one of the loudest crowds. And we're going to see there. I think it's going to be a mixture of both. I think there's going to be a lot of ch- fans cheering, but also there's going to be the people that boo because they wanted him to stay. I mean, he did get him a Super Bowl, but he's going to do pretty good with the, the Broncos. But, I mean, that's just how we cap things off. Uh, the Sunday night game, Bucks and, and Cowboys, that'll be a good one. I mean, we got to see how the Bucks are gonna are gonna look now with all the pieces that they added. They're still one of the top contenders. Easily could be in the Super Bowl. Cowboys, I don't have high hopes for the Cowboys. Unfortunately, I I don't. I just don't see it. <clears throat> I don't see it there with the Cowboys. I, I think the Bucks will do that. I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick pick these games here. And we're gonna make a note of this. We'll have to write it down, but I, uh, we'll we'll start from the top. So with the Bills, Rams, I think it's gonna be a really good game. I think both offenses could could go nuts. But week one, realistically, I think these teams it's gonna be it's 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 gonna be more of a defensive battle between these two teams. I think I think these two teams have one of the best. I think this could be number one and number two defense in the league. I think the Bucks will be really good. Ravens will be really good. I think the Steelers will be pretty damn good too. But I think these two teams are going to be – I like the Bills' defense. It's number one defense. Number one defense for sure. But the Rams could be too. Adding Bobby Wagner is huge. Another piece stolen from the Seahawks. That's how I know they're in a rebuild. They're just getting rid of all their weapons, all their pieces. But – and this one, I, I got the Bills in this one. I think the Bills edge this one out. I think it's close. I think they win by like four, maybe like 24-20, something around there. It'll be close, but I just like the Bills. I like the the weapons they got with Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen's probably one of the top three quarterbacks right now. Uh, he he's He's got it all. I mean, the, but the defending champs, I think, though, the first game it's going to be 
a little clunky. Probably, probably a lot of penalties, um, false starts and stuff. Just to, just the, the nerves. You know, preseason doesn't always. It's not. It's not the same. This is the first meaningful game where if you lose, it goes on the record 0-1. So they're they're going to be looking to shake some of that stuff off. I think it's low scoring with the way these defenses are. Can't say they're the number one and two defense potentially, and it's going to be a shootout. But it could go that way. The offenses are built that way, but I think the defenses are built to, to kind of slow these offenses down. So I think that's the Bills. Um, then going into the the noon games, you got – we'll start – oh, they got the Falcons at Saints, number one. So Atlanta, this will be good. First game for our Falcons. We're playing home against the Saints in their opener. Going to be interesting. Going to be seeing a lot of our guys out there. Uh, I think it's no Deion Jones, no Isaiah Oliver for us. Uh, but still, <clears throat> a lot of guys think Michael Walker is going to step in for that middle linebacker spot to go with uh, Rashawn Evans. Next man up, you got to do what you got to do. But uh, I think the Saints, will we'll so see what Jameis is looking like. We'll see how their offense looks with Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Alvin Kamara. Not an easy one to start the season off, that's for sure. I mean, with what we got going on, our defense is likely to give up a lot of points, a lot of yards, and our offense probably won't be able to keep pace. I, what scared me in the preseason with Atlanta, I did see a lot of penalties, and then even was with the starters. So, I mean, if it was the backups, you can kind of understand it, but with the starters, it's kind of concerning that they're getting these kind of penalties. So that could, that could be one of our issues. Moving forward, we got to keep an eye on that. I think all all said and thought, all that said and done, though, um, with Atlanta, the keys are just to not make mistakes. If Mariota can consistently not get, not be pressured too badly, avoid the the mistakes, not turn the ball over, I think they'll be all right. The Saints <clears throat> do have a pretty solid defense, um, but they did trade some pieces to the Eagles. They they they, they traded Gardner Johnson, like we talked about in the last episode. So, Oof, that's that's kind of big. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I don't know how much of the factors for their defense. They probably must have played on it. Obviously, they're trading them, but either way, <clears throat> they have a solid defense. D-line's always good. It's always a fun rivalry with the Saints. To have it week one, I kind of I wish it was later in the season, but week one, we're going to kick it off with a banger. So I, if I have to pick right now, I, I'm going to go, you know, with the new team, new, everything new. I'm going to go week one, Atlanta steals, steals one from the Saints just because Winston's coming back. They got a lot of moving pieces. Michael Thomas coming back. Landry's in. They got a lot of new stuff to, to deal with. So I'm going to say Atlanta steals one. Again, maybe not a high-scoring game, but <clears> – <throat> I'm gonna give that one to Atlanta. So we got we got the Bills, Falcons. Next game we got Browns, Panthers. This this will be interesting. Baker Mayfield's revenge. He gets to take on the Browns. No Deshaun Watson. Obviously he's out for 11 games. You know that. Um, new faces with Cleveland. They got Amari Cooper now. No Odell. No Jarvis uh, since he's with the Saints. Um, Oh, one thing I did forget about the Saints is Tyro Matthew. New look at Tyro Matthew on defense, so that's a new wrinkle on their, on their, on their scheme as well. So that'll be interesting. But uh, with the Browns Panthers, I think Baker's going to just steamroll these guys. With Jacoby Brissett, I have no faith. I really don't. I think the Browns are going to be in a terrible situation when Deshaun Watson does come back. 
it's not going to be a pretty season for Browns fans. I know they were all hooping and hollering when they won the Watson lottery, but missing 11 games, they, they're going to, it's not going to be pretty for these guys. They'll be, have to lean heavy on the run game if they're going to want to win this. Um, can Derek Brown and Brian Burns and them guys shut that down to make them have to pass? That's going to be the key. If Carolina can make uh, Cleveland take the ball out of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb's hands, they have a really good shot at winning this game pretty easily. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have something to prove, obviously. I know they're disputing the, uh, did he say, I'm going to fuck him up and all this, that, and the other. Uh, so... You know, the reporter came out, now I can't think of her name, but she came out and said no, and that's definitely what he said after he denied it. So we'll, either way, it doesn't matter. It's a fun storyline. It doesn't make for this game to be really good. I think Carolina steamrolls Cleveland pretty bad. And just they're the more complete team now with Baker. They're pretty solid. Next after that, uh, we got Chicago. Uh, interesting news with Chicago we'll talk into after with this uh, prediction here. Uh, 49ers and Bears, dude. Oof. This is going to be probably a... This is going to be interesting, actually, now that I think about it. If had Jimmy... If Jimmy G was... If Jimmy G was playing, right, I would probably tell you for sure that the 49ers are going to win this just because it's such a mismatch. To be honest, it still is a mismatch, but, man, Trey Lance was not very convincing from what we've seen in the preseason. It tells me it's going to take a little bit to get this thing uh, dialed in. So that that is interesting just in itself there. Um, what concerns me there, though, is uh, with the Bears, their offense is really going to have to hold up the – with their offensive line, rather, is going to have to hold up because Justin Fields is going to get knocked around week one. Nick Bosa and them boys coming at him. They have one of the the 49ers have one of the best D lines. I forgot to mention them when we're talking about defense. They're going to be really nasty. It's going to be a slot. It's going to. I don't think the Bears really stand a chance. I think it's a mismatch this early. But the only thing that will keep this game close is we don't know. It's Trey Lance's first real game starting. That's where it could get dicey. But I'm still still going to be going to have to edge out the 49ers. What is interesting about this is now we have a new storyline, which I do need to pull up for you guys uh, about Chicago uh, and and where they might be playing in the future because they did just unveil new stadium plans. Um, where was that at? So they, the Bears took on Tuesday they took another step towards their move to the northwest Chicago suburbs. Preliminary plans for the desired new stadium in Arlington Heights. So they're going to be moving Soldier Field. They're not going to be playing at Soldier Field anymore. This this is what's going to be interesting. I don't think they can do it until like 2026, but either way, it's kind of crazy. When you talk about Soldier Field lately, now it's just kind of a shame because you people more talk about how terrible the field is. And that's what's such a shame, just because it is such a historical uh, place. The Bears, one of the oldest franchises in the league, if not the, if it's them in Green Bay, one of the older franchises in the league. I know Chicago's one of them. They've been around a long, long time. Historic franchise, a lot of games, like you know, championships that they've won in '85. <clears throat> so there's just a lot of a lot of stuff that goes. It's like Lambeau. If they move Lambeau, but it's going to be a dome. Um, they're going to be doing a lot of renovations. They're putting a lot of money into this new stadium in Arlington Heights. I don't know how Chicago fans, like in Chicago, fan, real Chicago fans are going to feel about this. 
I mean, it just feels weird playing a, a, a Chicago game in a – that's what's going to be weird, in a dome. But, I mean, it is going to be nice in the winter, you know, and it's cold in Chicago. You're going to want to be in a dome. But at the same time, it's just not the same. Um, it's like if Lambo's never – if they move Lamb from Lamb, on from Lambo and they're playing in a dome, that how weird How weird is that? Not, they're not going to be outside, you know, the frozen tundra. You know, you can't call it the frozen tundra if they're in a dome. You know, it's 65 degrees in there. It's not how that works. So it'll be interesting how what the Bears do, how, how that reception is from that and how that looks. But I don't think – I think we're a few years away from that actually – taking uh going through that process completely and getting that done but either way it's going to be weird but i know the field needs it because soldier field's so bad but it's a shame moving on from an iconic venue like that it was a lot of history so i'm going to give that in that matchup though i will give the edge to the 49ers i just think their their defense will carry him through most of this i think they got a solid run game good o-line they'll be all right after that we got the steelers and Bengals. And with with the Steelers, they did come out and say Mitch Trubisky will be the day one starter. So it's going to be Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers taking on uh, Joe Burrow. Cool Joe. Cool Joe out there with uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon and them boys. Got to give this one to the Bengals. They went to the Super Bowl last year for a reason. I know they came up short, but still, they're the, they're the team to beat in the division. I know Lamar's back and he's going to shake things up. But And then you, with, the, with the Steelers, I think they have a really good defense. And a lot of solid pieces on offense with Najee Harris and Chase Claypool. Um, they got to get the quarterback situation down, whether that's Mitch Trubisky figuring out a new offense, a new environment. Can he thrive and excel in this offense for Mike Tomlin? Because if he can, this team will be really scary in that in another sleeper team that no one's really talking about right now. But they could do damage. Or do they have to wait and see if, you know, a couple games Mitch ain't doing what he needs to be doing and they have to go to – the rookie Kenny Pickett. Uh, either way, we'll be, we'll find out pretty pretty early on. I think what 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 it is because Steeler fans would be calling for Kenny Pickett if, if it's looking rough. You know you know they're not going to let Mitch in, out there very long if he's not producing. So it's a lot of a lot of a lot of baggage that comes with being the day one starter now, especially when you got a a first round rookie quarterback coming in that's expected to be the franchise QB to take over for Ben Roethlisberger. Everybody in, in Pittsburgh knows that Mitch Trubisky's not taking over for Big Ben. It's Kenny Pickett, hopefully, if if, if everything aligns the way they, they want it to. But I think I think the Bengals hang, handle their business here. It'll probably remain a tight game given I think I think Mitch will play all right. I just I think they're gonna realize, you know, five or six games in they might as well just go with Kenny Pickett. So that's something to keep an eye on with the Steelers this season. But I'll give the edge to the Bengals. So, so far we got the Bills beating the Rams, Falcons beating the Saints, Panthers beating the Browns, 49ers beating the Bears, and the Bengals beating the Steelers. Still still going on in this noon o'clock, this, this noon time slot here. We got also Eagles at Detroit. Uh, the Eagles, man, new and improved offense with Jalen Hurts, I think, bulking up. He looks good. Uh, I just like his character, his leadership. I think I think I've talked about it a lot with the Eagles in that division. I think they steal it from the Dallas Cowboys. I think it's their time to go out and get something done with uh, bringing in a, a big move and bringing in AJ Brown. I really like that move with Devontae Smith, the former Heisman winner. I mean, it's just they got a loaded offense. Dallas Goddard at tight ends, no slouch. I mean, going against Detroit, it's the first 
tough first game for Detroit. I think it's a great first matchup for the Eagles to kind of see where their offense is at with Jalen Hurts and, and, and what they got going on now with all the new weapons. Uh, with the Lions, I think they just – I don't know if Jared Goff is, can find it in him. He went to a Super Bowl. He, he ought to be able to find that – dig that out of him. Uh, if he wants to win, I think he could – he could try to pull something together with this Lions team and make them sneaky good. But I, I got to give the edge to the Eagles. I, I like what the Lions are doing. I like Dan Campbell, the head coach. Uh, I like the defensive pieces that they've been drafting. I like Aiden Hutchinson. We'll see what that, that comes out to be in his first game. Uh, but I think the Eagles got more offensive weapons. They're a more complete team offensively and defensively. That It does include the trade they got from the Saints and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Um, Kind of a lopsided matchup. I think the, the Lions aren't ready to compete <clears throat> at a high level yet, but given the right t- time and talent, uh, the big question mark is their quarterback. Are they how long do they have to go with Jared Goff? Are they going to draft a guy to be his successor and and move on from that? But time will only tell for that. Right now, he's he's their guy, so we have to continue with business as normal there. But there's they're a step away. I give that one to the Eagles though, pretty handily. Um, uh, then you got the Colts and Texans. This is another lopsided matchup, but which could kind of be close. I mean, Matt Ryan in a new offensive, new, new, learning new things. But still, the Texans, uh, Davis Mills. I mean, that's they're trying to see if that's their guy, Lovey, the new head coach in there, taking over. You know, he's going to have that defense right for the Texans, so it's not going to be an easy game for Matt. Uh, he's going to have to go against Lovey's Lovey's uh, Tampa two offense. Bear, bear two offense, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so, but but with the Colts, I like their weapons. You know, solid running game with Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, Matt Ryan at the helm. They're 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 ready to go, gear up. I think they're going to be really good. It's their division to lose, and this is the first game in their division against the, the weaker opponent, in the Texans. I think they handle them pretty easily. Well, the Texans are still trying to figure their their mess out and what they got. They're trying to sort out the talent they got in Houston right now. Uh, after that post, they're in the post of Sean Watson era now, and they got to figure things out. But the Colts, I think, will take it uh, in that one. Then you got AFC East matchups with uh, the Patriots and the Dolphins. Two and now with the new weapons and Tyreek Hill, going to be uh, a really fun one to watch. Uh, what what can Mac Jones do in his next year here with with the offense and Belichick's offense? Um, Patriots going with a committee of offensive coordinators, I believe, is what the last thing I had heard, which we'll see how that plays out in, in the regular season. But week one, uh, I, I like the Dolphins. I think Tua really is – I mean, I don't think he has the best ball in the league, but I think he really is a baller, and he, he can play. I think I think this is, a, this is a year for him to prove, though. He has to prove or he's not going to have a deal. He won't be back. No way in hell they'll, they'll bring him back if he doesn't if he doesn't prove his worth this year. It's the time to strike, and – they got a kind of a softball pitch game here against the Patriots. It's not going to be too tough. I think with Terry Kill and Jalen Waddell, I really like him. They're going to be a fun offense to watch. I think the Dolphins put up a lot of points in this one. Be be a fun one to watch. And I give them the, the W. Uh, Ravens and Jets. <clears throat> we get to see Lamar Jackson back. I think the Ravens... Uh, you know, I don't know what the situation is on Zach Wilson. If he is... Is he, is he back... Can we see? Uh, do we have any information on that? I don't see anything on here. I'm not gonna. Either way, it's it'll be a it'll be a shame if he doesn't get to play. But 
even if he, Zach Wilson does play for the Jets, I don't think they're, they're strong enough to beat the Ravens. The Ravens are a playoff team with Lamar at QB. Easily going to be a bounce-back year for him, proving that he needs this deal or he's going to go somewhere else, and they'll be doomed because they the Ravens put everything they, they had around him and only him. So, um, With that being said, <clears throat> I think the, the Ravens will take care of the Jets pretty damn easily. No have to worry there too much. Uh, it's it's going to be a, probably a bad look, even if, especially if uh, Zach Wilson doesn't play. That'll be bad. <clears throat> um, then you got an interesting one with two teams that are question mark teams. Someone's going to get a win early. Won't won't go the whole year losing. Uh, you got the Jags and the Commanders, formerly known as the football team, Washington Commanders, and the Jaguars. Uh, this will be interesting. Carson Wentz with the Commanders. Uh, Trevor Lawrence trying to prove it. Second year, he's going to have Travis Etienne with James Robinson, LaVisca Chenault. A lot of pieces, a lot of a lot of new things on the defensive side, too, for Jacksonville with the number one pick, Trevon Walker. They brought in Foyer Luacon from Atlanta to help with the linebacker, letting Miles Jack go. So... <clears throat> going to be a solid matchup. The commander's defense is really good, too, so it's not going to be a slouch game. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, a lot of field goals. I predict a lot of field goals for this game just because both offenses are new and young, young, and defenses are really good on both sides of the ball, so I wouldn't expect too many points for that game. And then after you after you get your fill on your, your games at noon, the next slate of games, uh, we got four of them. You get the Giants and Titans. Oh, I guess I didn't pick for the Jags Commanders game. Uh, I'm actually going to give that one to. I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan. I'm going to give it to the Commanders. I would I would go Commanders in that game just because I I don't know week one from Jacksonville if I can trust them. Um, but then yeah, in the next game Giants Titans going to be an interesting one because I think the Titans are going to take a step back this year, but the Giants just seem like they don't know what they're doing. They're in their own way. At all times, when it comes to drafting, when it comes to uh, free agents, signings, getting quarter—I mean, their quarterback situation is, is a mess. They declined Daniel Jones's option. They want him to go prove it. Um, Saquon's back and healthy and doing his thing. Who knows what we're gonna get from the Giants? The O line's still a mess. It is every year. Um, the defense is always a work in progress. I don't know what their 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 big star is. The Thibodeau is interesting. Yeah, what what is he going to do? Um, so, we'll see. It's a work in progress. I would give it to Tennessee, but I'm not high on Tennessee this year either. But I think they can handle the Giants just because the Giants are just that bad. Got a really fun one here. This would probably be the game to watch in the second half games or even, ooh, the next one. We got two good ones here. So, first one being uh, the Chiefs versus Cardinals. Um Kyler Murray in that offense going to look uh, looking to take a step forward here. No DeAndre Hopkins, but to get Hollywood Brown um, against Patty Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. No Tyreek. How's that offense look? Juju's there. Uh, they got Justin Watson. They got some some guys they're bringing in tryout to fill that void. Um, I, I right now I just have to give it to Kansas City just because of more who can I trust. I don't know what I'm going to get with Arizona. I like Kyler Murray. I like the Cardinals. No D Hop. How does that affect them? Uh, can the O line keep him up and not have to run around like a chicken with his head cut off? 
So that's that. What's what concerns me? I trust Kansas City more just because I know their the resume and what they can they they've done and what they can do. Um, that's the only edge I would give to them because I think it's gonna be a pretty damn close game. But I'll I'll give the slight edge to the Chiefs if I had to pick. Next one's gonna be a tough one to pick too because one team I picked to go to the Super Bowl. We got the Raiders taking on the Chargers. Ah, the Chargers. Uh, man. That's a team I said I have early on right now. I have going to the Super Bowl. AFC West is going to be tough. They're going to these two are going to meet Week One. It's going to be a this will tell an early sign of how this division is going to shake out a little bit. I think a little filling out process in the division, seeing where these two teams are. Really good defenses, both sides of the ball for different reasons. I like Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack now. Derwin James, can they all stay healthy and compete at a high level? Because that defense will look pretty good. Bringing in J.C. Jackson from the Patriots, another piece. I think the Chargers are going to have one of the top five defenses as well if they all stay healthy, which is going to be scary with their high-powered offense. I, I think they put up too many points for the Raiders to keep up with. I think their defense just gets tired at a certain point. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs can no longer keep up. But it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a Wild West, AFC West shootout. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers, though, that game. Next, last one. For the 325 games, you got the NFC North matchup, Packers-Vikings. Uh, Vikings, I, I don't know if I can trust the Vikings this year. I mean, I love Justin Jefferson. I love Dalvin Cook. Adam Thielen, he's he's getting up there in age. How much, how many, how much production are you going to get from him? But besides that, it's Kirk Cousins. He's just your average run-of-the-mill QB. I don't know if, if he can win you games. He just won't lose you games. That's what scares me. Aaron Rodgers is a two-time MVP. He has no problem going out and winning games. So even with the lack of weapons and all that nonsense, Green Bay has a hell of a sneaky good defense that no one's talking about. Devondre Campbell played really damn good coming from Atlanta, fitting in with them perfectly. You got Jair Alexander, one of the top five corners, just got paid. He's locked in. You're you're good there. Um, They're just really good. Kenny Clark on the D-tackle spot, man in the D-line. Uh, they're going to be really good. I think Green Bay takes this one pretty easily, to be honest. I don't think it's much of a contest. I think the Vikings will put up some points, but it's not going to be enough to go against Green Bay. They're, it, it, they'll get this thing figured out pretty quick with the pieces. Aaron Rodgers is MVP back-to-back years for a reason. So Then the nightcap, uh, like we had said earlier, Bucks cowboys I think even though with all the Bucks issues and, and new things coming in and out, I think the Cowboys just... Losing Amari Cooper is going to be huge. CeeDee Lamb now has to step up. The offensive line, they just signed Jason Peters for the left tackle. He's 40 years old because Tyron Smith's already out for some weeks. I, I just don't think the O-line stays healthy for the Dallas Cowboys, and that affects the run game, which then affects the pass game, and it just all runs snowballs downhill and allows the Eagles just to take the, the division. I think it's a tough matchup for the Cowboys week one. I know – all the Cowboys fans don't want to hear this, but I think Brady's got too many weapons. Their defense is one of the top defenses in the league. I think they're going to put a, a, a hurting on Dallas pretty early and steal the show. I'm going to go with Tampa on that one. And then the Monday night game last night, last game of the, the week here, last pick, you got Denver and Russ visiting his home former team, Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, the game is not so much. The matchup obviously isn't going to be the key thing because Denver on paper is a lot better than Seattle. Seattle's in a rebuild. Geno, 
I believe Drew Locke is starting, or is it going to be Gina? I don't know. Either way, they're in a, they're not in a good position. Even with Tyler Locke and DK, their defense is is uh, 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 there's nothing there. They've been picked apart. Their offense, they've lost too many pieces. So uh, not a, not a fun game for per se. But to watch Russ in a Denver uniform, how he plays with the Broncos offense, Jerry Judy. And then, boys, it'll be fun to see him put on a show. But I don't think for it's not going to be a close, like, contested matchup. But I'm going to give it to the Denver Broncos pretty easily. It's going to be a blowout. I don't think that Seattle puts up much of a fight at all on both sides of the ball. So uh, we'll run back. So I got I got starting this off. I got Bills over the Rams. And we'll keep a track of this throughout the year. But I got I got Bills over the Rams, Falcons over Saints, Panthers over the Browns. 49ers over the Bears, Bengals over the Steelers, Eagles over the Lions, Colts over Texans, Dolphins over the Patriots, Ravens over the Jets, Commanders over the Jags, Titans over the Giants, Chiefs over the Cardinals, Chargers over the Raiders, Packers over the Vikings, Bucks over the Cowboys, and Broncos over the Seattle Seahawks. We'll see how well my picks are throughout the year. We'll keep a tracker and we'll stick it up on on the screen there but uh, it's gonna be a fun week one football's back and nothing's better this tomorrow night's gonna be a hell of a fucking night watching these games um i i know i'll be all eyes tuned in i'll be focused nothing will distract me now that football is back um with that being said i hope y'all have a good one love y'all peace